Hey guys, you are listening to the Fans of Wrestling Show here on the FOW Radio Network. I am Patrick with Danny Danger, Mika Villas. The uh, WrestleMania hangover is over. Uh, but guys, how you guys doing this evening? Uh, the hangover might be over, but uh, you know we, we we got the we got the shakeup going on. So it's it's another big week of wrestling news. Wrestling can't stop, won't stop. It just keeps going and going, and I love it. So. Hangover might be added to by the shake-up. It's like a drink, like shake and not stir. So we just keep going and we keep drinking until we can't stop. Well, we definitely got shook uh, this past uh, week with Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live both, uh, you know, getting some fresh faces on their rosters. Uh, So let's go ahead and start breaking it down and let's start with... These Monday Night Raw changes and additions. So to the roster, we have The Miz coming down from SmackDown Live. Andrade coming with Selena Vega to from SmackDown Live. Officially, Ricochet and Aleister Black will now be full-time members of the Raw roster. So no more going back and forth. Uh, for both of them. And we also saw coming from NXT. Making their main roster debut. The Viking Experience. Uh, uh. More on that later. Rey Mysterio Jr. Comes from SmackDown Live. The Usos bring the Uso Penitentiary. To Monday Night Raw. And along with. Them, you know, also Naomi. Uh, Eric Young from Sanity. Uh, Sanity now officially disbanded as a group. EC3 officially a member of the Raw roster from NXT. A call-up from 205 Live. This is one that we've been talking about for a long time. The one Cedric Alexander. The Queen City's favorite son is now a full-time member of the Monday Night Raw roster. Lars Sullivan, officially a member of Monday Night Raw from NXT, as is Lacey Evans. Don't be fooled because Lars Sullivan also made an appearance on SmackDown, and they talked about his show. His might still be under dispute. And finally, AJ Styles is going to make Monday Night Raw phenomenal as he uh is monday night raw's gain and smackdown life's loss so give me your thoughts on monday night raw and their brand new members of the roster i mean it's good to see rick ricochet and alistair black you know officially have a home now um but they did lose three championship matches for Tag team championship one calendar week. I would say it's probably time for them to not be a tag team. They couldn't on Monday on Takeover. They couldn't T belts WrestleMania. They couldn't win. Uh, maybe it's time you part ways and do different things. Former War Raiders now the Viking Experience, Ivar and Eric. So stupid. I hate it. And the memes about it are the best. It sounds like a ride at six. Flags coming in 2019. The Viking experience um, sounds like a uh, a crappy museum exhibit. 
Um, you know, I, my favorite is where they took Step Brothers quote, quote, and he said, "I'll never call him that, not even if there's a fire." Um, you know, but I mean, with that aside, also sad to see officially Sanity Dunder Wolf. Uh, it seems it was the kind of let go. So I don't know what Leon Dayton's up to. He was on the Collide uh, show, I believe. He was a part of that. Um, so maybe he spends more in NXT before coming back up, or he just kind of stays on SmackDown by himself. I don't really know. Um, like I mentioned with Lars Sullivan, he's on Monday, but then he showed up on Tuesday. Uh, uh, on our truth, and they also said that he was a member there. So maybe they hadn't yet made up their mind about Lars when uh, SmackDown aired. Um, but yeah, of course, the biggest one being AJ Styles. That's the, the biggest single acquisition to Monday Night Raw. You know, he spent two years. You know, uh, SmackDown and house that Styles built off to build uh, a bigger house in a new neighborhood. So let's go with AJ. AJ Styles built a house. He called it SmackDown. Now he's about to move up and make every Monday night raw. Um, it's huge. I, I honestly thought much like back in the day, Chris Jericho and The Rock were SmackDown kind of, you know, foundations where they would never move such a superstar from the blue brand over to the red brand. Here they go with a swerve, um, having AJ leave SmackDown to go to Raw. Now, that's phenomenal for everybody on Monday nights. What I think is not so phenomenal, uh, I'm not a fan or I'm looking forward to seeing Lacey Evans on Monday nights, honestly and truly. I prefer her on SmackDown, she and Carmella. I could, you know, have a 7-7 seven, seven dance break or whatever. I, I don't really care, but I guess eventually she'll have to grow on it. I think it's interesting that they kept the Usos and Naomi together. I understand the husband and wife team. I understand the reality series. But to have a true shakeup, if you're going to move um, one of your most decorated tag teams in the division, let's keep us guessing. Because once you see one, you knew the others were coming. Let's leave Naomi behind or let's just move Naomi and leave the Usos. That was just for me a, a weird move. Um, you, Everything about Viking experience is just, yeah. They even like shorten their names. Who cares? I mean, they're going to. They already had, they already had only one name each. You can't drop, you can't drop. They had to do something. Um, as you move on to the big stage, to the big show, that being Raw, you can't have them have any remnants mostly of their old life. Basically, Vince said, you are mine now, and I shall name you what I want. He was like, War Raiders, can't talk about War on Monday night. We got sponsors or all that, whatever. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is... This is something that usually happens when you first get signed. They change your name and, you know, sometimes you're gimmick and you kind of go about your business. So this is a little late in the game, but I'm not surprised. Um, other people also talking about somebody who's like the cornerstone of a show. 
I'm very surprised at Miz. But again, reality series kicks in for me. I think Miz and Mrs., which is, of course, doing so well on the USA Network, which is where Raw is homed and housed or whatever. So you want to talk about building houses. Miz is helping to strengthen the foundation of Raw, which has questionable ratings. And some people are saying was the B show compared to SmackDown Live. So here's Miz with his cape, his wife, his baby, and his mother-in-law to save the day. Vince will think. His weird dad. (laughs) Yeah, I. His weird potato face dad. Who's putting this Duke's in? I'm hoping that we don't see Mr. Mazanin at all. So here's hoping and that, you know, Miz and Mrs. And we see Maurice and not the dad. That's where my hope is. But yeah, interesting for Raw. Um, They picked up a lot, but um, we're going to see if that'll help generate a buzz for these new stars. That's what I think the the goal is. Stars like Cedric Alexander, um, stars like EC3, who most of the WWE universe who are not as well versed as independent fans and people who watch all sorts of wrestling are not familiar with. This gives them a they remember him as they remember him very fondly as Derek Bateman from season two of NXT. If, if they remember all that crap, I mean, I don't, but I kind of maybe blocked it out. But it gives him a chance to really um, shine on the big stage, on the main show, and to gain more fans and buy into the brand of WWE and their future making um, star. So, kudos to all those boys and girls, and let's see what they do. Yeah, I definitely do like the uh, acquisitions for Raw. There's definitely a lot of great talent. Uh, just think about it with AJ Styles, Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, Seth Rollins, uh, just to name a few of uh, my, my, my favorite wrestlers there. Uh, the, the type of matches that they will have, you know, it, it's just like, finally. I'm, I'm just happy overall, though, for Cedric. Uh, you know, we've seen this guy wrestle in front of 20 people, uh, you know, and we've seen the kind of success that he got from the Cruiserweight Classic and, you know, becoming a Cruiserweight Champion, uh, being in a title match at WrestleMania, to now being on the main roster on Monday Night Raw and being one of the elite. I mean, this was eventually going to happen. Glad this is happening now. Perfect time. Uh, and, yeah, his time has come. And all these, you know, things are going to really make uh, Monday Night Raw exciting in, in a way that maybe hasn't been before. Because just the fresh new blood... And that's one thing I enjoy about the shakeup. So, in EC3, well, he's probably just going to end up uh, being Bobby Roode's new tag team partner. Hey, 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 you leave EC3 alone, okay? I love me some EC3, okay? The third version of Carter is the best version of Carter. Don't ever forget it. If Maxine's not there, I don't give a crap. SmackDown Live also got a, a, a fresh new coat of paint. Uh, they too got some uh, wrestlers, as Danny alluded to, uh, coming from Monday Night Raw. The day after, Lars Sullivan is now part of the SmackDown Live roster. Ember Moon and Bailey join the 
SmackDown Live women's roster there, uh, officially uh, bringing an end to the bus and hog connection. Uh, more on that later. Kairi Sane joins uh, SmackDown Live from NXT, uh, and she's in a tag team, just not with the partner she's been tagging with, but she is uh, one half of the tag team that Paige brought to WWE and her tag team partner, SmackDown Live's Asuka. So Asuka and Kairi Sane are going to be a tag team on SmackDown Live. Buddy Murphy from 205 Live, another former Cruiserweight champion, uh, making the move up. So good for him. Elias. Liv Morgan comes from Monday Night Raw, officially uh, separating her from the Riot Squad. Uh, so the Riot Squad is now uh, you know, one member short. Uh, Chad Gable uh, moves over to SmackDown Live as well. So he also leaves his partner behind on Raw. Apollo Crews uh, and Mickey James also get moved over as they were announced on WWE.com. And the last two uh, that were announced on WWE.com were Heavy Machinery, officially, and Nikki Cross, uh, two members of the NXT roster who have been, you know, going back and forth, are now officially members of the SmackDown Live roster. And finally, um, the last two uh, members to be announced, Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor and the big dog himself, Roman Reigns, are now part of the A-Show. I mean, I think SmackDown got a lot of big names. You know, I mean, of course, Roman Reigns being the big one, you know, the... You know, the the future Hall of Famer, uh, Roman Reigns, you know, one of the biggest superstars. I guess if you take one of SmackDown's biggest superstars, AJ, um, that brings a lot of different matchups for Roman that we haven't seen in some time. Finn Balor, champion, States Championship, are both on SmackDown. Um, Somebody told, I heard that Samoa Joe is battling some kind of illness, and that's why he wasn't featured on either of the shows this week. So maybe he goes to Raw in a few weeks. Maybe both the U.S. Championship and the Continental Championship stay on SmackDown. Um, not, not really sure there. But to me, some of the biggest wins for, um, for is, is the women's division. They got a big boost. To the SmackDown Women's Division, which had which seemed to be kind of lacking, um, you know, pretty much apart from from Charlotte and uh, and Becky, they had kind of put everybody else in the SmackDown uh, Women's roster. Kind of why they took the belt from Oscar so quickly. Um, you bring in a lot of new women, um, new teams to compete on SmackDown Women's Tag Team Championships as well as trying to get the SmackDown title off Becky. Uh, Nikki Cross finally has a permanent home. Uh, Mickey James on SmackDown. I guess Monday Night Milk will not be trending like she was trying. Um, 
maybe maybe she can come up with something else to tie it into Tuesday nights. Um, very upset they're splitting up the riot squad. Um, I mean, but they have treated them pretty much like like fodder for the for the upperclassmen, so to speak. Um, in the several weeks and months leading up to um, WrestleMania, so I guess they felt in order to rebuild them up to where they would have jobbers, they had to split them up and, and do something different with them. So, you know, it is the first one that that we'll see. We don't know if Ruby and Sarah are going to stay together as part of the Riot Squad on Mondays. Maybe they split them up and uh, and kind of have that have all three of them do different things. Um, but Bailey coming over is big as well, breaking the Boston hug connection. Uh, Ember Moon is back. You know, she she kind of quietly made her return from injury match and not been featured on since. Snuck in there in the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, you know, to ver- so she makes her triumphant return officially SmackDown roster. And um, the big, big one is uh, Kyrie saying no next roster, I think, as we're recording on Wednesday. So today she had her last match with XT uh, battling Shayna Baszler for the championship where the stipulation was if she lost, then she would never get another shot at the championship again. So she's brought up by Paige team with Oscar, which for me is, is the absolute dream team too of um, my favorite wrestlers. Oscar, I think is, is the best women's wrestler that WWE's had on, on their roster um, in, you know, this century. But uh, so to have her team with Kyrie, I'm very, very, very excited to see what they can do. And with um, WrestleMania being in Tampa Bay next year and all promos already having pirate ships, now starts the uh, for Kyrie in the main event of uh, WrestleMania at Tampa Bay and to have her big glorious entrance on a pirate ship. Um, so that started, you know, this very week where she dropped the insane elbow on Peyton Royce um, after her, you know, in that wild, wild started as a brawl and turned into a, uh, an eight person tag. Um, but Kyrie saying the fire princess on SmackDown, uh, teaming with Oscars is, is truly, truly a beautiful thing. Is SmackDown. It got some interesting people, um, people who you're not looking to be breakout stars, but possibly they could be. Uh, we talked about Liv Morgan breaking her away from the Riot Squad. Um, people were upset about you know the Riot Squad breaking up, but let's be honest. Out of the three of them, Liv was the quote-unquote weakest link. Liv being a product of WWE, not from the indies, not as polished or skilled a competitor. Uh, putting her with uh, Sarah and Ruby was somewhat of a a science project, so to speak, you know? Let me just poke this in here and see what happens. What happened was Liv got on-the-job training and experience that she now can take to SmackDown to further hone her craft and to show what she has learned under the respective wings of both Sarah and Ruby Riot. So while she's on her own, I expect... A lot from Liv in the last few months in the outings, even though the Riot Squad was, as you said, cannon fodder. Liv was the one I kept my eye on because 
she was m most impressive as she was out there doing her thing, taking these huge bumps, you know, getting her butt kicked, but, you know, doing moves that I was like, whoa, wait, where'd that come from? So um, while Liv Morgan seems like a, like a, uh, okay, hard for SmackDown, I think she's going to do really, really good for herself. Same thing goes for Apollo Crews. Raw was too big. They didn't know what to do with him. Perhaps, hopefully, on SmackDown, Apollo stands out. He's got the look. He's got the moves. What he needs is better opportunity. And what is SmackDown if not the land of opportunity? Opportunities for concerts for Elias. Destruction for Laura Sullivan. Uh, Bailey. It's another big get. Like you said, the women's division definitely picked up a lot of uh, momentum with Bailey. Uh, it's time for some different matches in the SmackDown women's division. Bailey as, as does Ember Moon to that mix of women there uh, on SmackDown who can, you know, actually wrestle and contend somewhere down the line for a title. Finn and Roman, especially Finn coming over with a title, huge. Um, I think it would be great if they kept both titles, Intercontinental and um, Samoa Joe's United States Championship on SmackDown. You give the male competitors a lot to shoot for, and you can have different storylines as everybody chases after all these belts. And if we get a Samoa Joe versus Finn for unification and make it just the, I don't know, semi-universal title or whatever, I'm good with that too. So SmackDown has uh, a lot of a lot of new shiny faces. They did not lose a lot as far as uh, going over to Raw. And I think that your women's focus on SmackDown is going to be huge. And that might be the place to be for all the female competitors come Tuesday night. Yeah, I think it's very exciting for um, for SmackDown Live to have this uh new roster and i mean they gotta be big winners we having roman reigns uh on the roster the big star um i was joking with someone uh on on the twitter.com uh that had said that you know swapping of of aces uh was good and i said yeah switching balor and style was great um that that, that that's the kind of offense that will get you blocked on the, on the twitter machine did you really get blocked? Did they really block you? Oh, they did not. Uh, it was funny nonetheless. Uh, I, I definitely do think that there's some uh, big opportunities for people here. I think uh, Liv will, will definitely get opportunities. Uh, we'll see what happens with uh, the rest. Uh, only time will tell. But, uh, you know, Chad Gable, uh, you know, wrestlers do very well on SmackDown Live. So let's hope that 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 this uh, helps our Gable and Cruz. Overall, I'm looking forward to it. But the women's division on SmackDown Live, though, it's stacked. I mean, they already have uh, the uh, tag team champions, uh, and now with all these influx of women uh, coming in, it's it's huge. And and let's not forget, the man is also a member of the SmackDown Live roster. So. How big, how, you know, women's division is SmackDown Live. The women are taking over SmackDown Live. So, yeah, 
Cool. Uh, so with that, we're getting some changes on on the NXT too. Uh, we're we're getting some new additions, and and that's something that you know I kind of hinted at last week. I want to talk about that in more detail with you guys. Um, as it was announced at NXT Takeover Brooklyn, Kushida has officially signed with uh, the WWE uh, to an NXT contract. Uh, so he will start out on NXT and announced uh, today that joining Kushida uh, as the next class uh, at the PC are Garza Jr. and Shake Strickland. Can you name a better trio to put in, uh, you know, bring in together? Uh, that, that That's great. I mean, we knew Gar- Garza had been rumored to be coming to the Fed for a while now. Um, I believe the rumors were uh, going back uh, as far as when uh, his cousin, um, Umberto Carrillo, came in. Uh, but for some reason, you know, Garza was delayed. Uh, Shane Strickland's also been dropping hints out uh, and officially at Wrestle uh, many a weekend announcing that will be his last uh, independent wrestling shows. And of course, Kushida, uh, a free agent since February, uh, deciding to make WWE and NXT his permanent home as he's now uh, moved to the sunny state of Florida. But man, what a trio, what a class. I mean, it's a powerful trio and you know i mean it, it was kind of alluded to that kushida was was heading uh to wwe you know when he left he said he pretty much wanted to travel the world um wrestling and and that's kind of the main place that you, that you can do that um coming in would be wwe and the rumor was that be coming to 205 live um to kind of eject them and and uh get some get some good matches with Blair, who, as we saw after the shake, has lost two of their biggest names in Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander. Um, you know, and then a couple months ago, they lost Ali as well. Um, but Kushida will be there at NXT. Um, at this, on this week's NXT show, they said they showed a little package kind of telling fans who he was and saying that he would be debuting it in two weeks. Uh, you know, we saw on online clips and stuff that, he had his debut match at the past tape at this most recent taping. Um, so Kushida has, has already, you know, physically debuted, but uh, the debut will be, will be in two weeks time. Uh, Strickland. Yeah. Had been making hints. He'd been dropping championships over the last couple of months. Um, you know, up his booking schedule. Uh, everybody, you know, he hadn't said it officially until WrestleMania weekend. Um, so he now, joins the NXT roster um, and Garza Jr. As you mentioned, you know, is he'd been on their radar for some time, but I guess paperwork or, or transitions with him moving to, uh, to Florida might've, might've taken a delay. Um, but those three are, uh, are three very powerful additions to the NXT roster as you know, we're, we're post WrestleMania, the shakeup, several people are moving up. A lot of things are happening uh, uh, within um, NXT, so they could definitely use a fresh crop of, of new blood. NXT loses some people and they gain a huge swerve. Uh, Strickland is a huge get, even though it was expected, expected, expected. This is the perfect time for him to come in along with Kushida and Garza and to have that NXT crowd kind of 
quickly adopt and envelop them because they've lost some of their favorites. All of these guys have such dynamic styles and in the ring, and we've seen what they can do out there outside of the universe. Um, now under the guise of the creator and the brand that is the third brand, which is the hottest brand in WWE, um, and NXT, we're going to see, I think, a lot more of the high-flying um, and just great wrestling and TV that NXT produces. So lots of big names, big gets, and I think that we're going to see lots of people kind of trying to tune in and show up to NXT, which is exactly what the WWE wants. Kushida, it's, it's huge. And, and see who else they're going to bring, because, man, that, that indie wrestling right now, that, those rosters are still stacked. Still a lot of great wrestlers out there, and I'm sure that many of them, uh, if the LA ever calls, they'll pick up. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. So we got people coming and we got some people that may be going as uh, we saw Alexander Wolf say he's on his way out of WWE uh, and uh, Luke Harper. Uh, has requested his release uh, from WWE. So those are two names of people who uh, many say were underutilized, and uh, everybody, you know, is being mad online, you know. But where were they when uh, when they were actually there, right? Um, and the biggest rumor is, uh, of course, that Sasha Banks may be leaving WWE. Apparently, she was unhappy with. Losing the tag team titles at WrestleMania. And she hasn't been seen since. She was supposed to wrestle the night after WrestleMania, but wasn't there. You know, did she lose her smile? Who knows? Uh, your thoughts, though. Uh, two names already lost. One that's uh, in lingo. You know, they have people that was going to want to move out, you know, elsewhere after being there. But thankfully where people can leave the WWE and still make a good living at wrestling. You know, there was after the close of WCW, there was kind of a time where, where if you were a former WWE talent, you might be able to make a handful of appearances here and there at small shows. But within the indie community, you were going to be seen as an outsider. Um, but we have an era where, you know, people are embracing some of these underutilized guys, uh, you know, people who maybe spent time on the independent scene before going to WWE, somebody like, uh, you know, Luke Harper, um, you know, people are, are excited about the possibility of him returning to the independent scene and the matches you can have with this crop of independent talent that wasn't there when he was on the indie scene. Um, you know, I, Alexander Wolf, uh, you know, would possibly go back to Europe. He's going to continue wrestling. Um, but, you know, the Sasha Banks thing is another big one. And I think it's, I have a feeling it's been blown way out of proportion. There's, you know, been all these reports of her, you know, 
throwing tantrums from backstage, um, kind of really hard to what's really there to believe and white jokes and get get likes and and uh, listens on their you know podcast or whatever um, or hits on their web news website. You know, I could see where people would feel that you know you as a performer, as a creative type. There, there tends to be, you know, frustration with your, your creative direction. Happies, um, you know, it it happens from time to time. You you feel that you're putting in so much, and you don't feel that the people you're working for are are appreciating you like like you feel you should be. Um, you know, dropping a championship, I can see where where some people can get upset by that, just because it means that they're going to potentially be de-escalated uh in their role on television um for a while yet again i i think the whole thing of her throwing tantrum and all this is is way blown out of proportion um i i think with those reports coming out they're just uh they're kind of keeping her off until that kind of dies down i don't know if she's in any real real trouble but i think with that she's going to you know they're just kind of taking her off until that kind of stuff dies down and then they can bring her back. Um, Cause even when Bailey was, was cutting her promo on, on SmackDown, she got a decent amount. She talked about, you know, when she alluded to the Boston hug connection, that she wasn't going to be there with, uh, you know, wasn't going to be giving hugs anymore. She was going to be, you know, she was there to fight and there to win championships. So even the, you know, the, when when they kind of brought her up, she already received a chorus of booze. So I would think that this would be a great opportunity to take Sasha and turn her heel, um, because now because apparently the smart fans want to boo her because they, um, you have your not you know your traditional wrestling fans kind of boo who are going to side with with the directions the characters go, they're going to boo the bad guys and cheer the, cheer the good guys. Um, so I think now would be a good time to turn her and, you know, you can, I've already heard other people speculate about, you know, you turn her heel, um, and feud with Becky Lynch. Um, and you, you know, you can have this, uh, this kind of, this of new big rivalry that I think would be very interesting that people would get behind. One of my favorite, uh, takeover matches in the early takeovers in the, in the four horse, in women's divisions versus uh, versus Sasha Banks. It's still one of my favorites. A takeover on uh, it's just a fan match. A lot of great ring work and psychology. And now that you know Becky is the caliber of of entertainer that she is, as far as talking and promos and um, you know, especially on social media, I feel that promo could that uh, program could could be escalated once again. Um, do more people leave, you know, sometimes after WrestleMania, you know, you kind of get, you know, a, a Black Monday or a Black Friday or whatever. They just where WWE kind of releases the half. Well, do we get that coming soon? Soon. Flying to maybe some of these people um, get out before a big influx of people comes out. So maybe they can. Philip Allen or uh, wrestlers hitting the independent promotion trying to get booking. Who are the other two that got released? Oh, it doesn't matter. Nobody remembers. Nobody cares. Um, 
honestly, Luke Harper uh, back in the Indies, Brody Lee was, it wasn't like huge tearing it up. But if he goes back to the Indies, that's cool. That's great. But it's no big loss. It's not like the Wyatt family was together doing a whole lot of stuff out there um, in WWE. They, he, Luke Harper's been off TV for I don't know how long now. It's it's okay. It's fine. It's dandy. I think the big news or the big rumor about Sasha being upset um, at losing and wanting to leave, has she not followed her career? Has she not known that every time she's had a championship, they take it away? Um, I don't know if the rumor is true. I don't know if it's true and it's a matter of her pride. I don't know if it's true and it's just a matter of her being frustrated at the direction of her character. But the fact that it has people talking, has people invested in it, that's where I think the WWE is happy yet cautious about how they approach um, the Sasha Banks situation. Um, do I think in my heart of hearts, in my mind, that she's going to leave the WWE? Absolutely not. The grass is not greener on the other side. She has been on the other side before. She knows where her bread, what side of the bread her is buttered on. Um, she'd be mad. She'd be upset. Those checks are not bouncing. Sasha's not going anywhere. You know what's crazy about people leaving WWE is you know how ten years ago, uh, every time somebody leaves WWE, oh, that means they're gonna go to Impact Wrestling or TNA as they was called or whatever. You know, somebody leaves, they go to TNA. So the new trend now is somebody leaves, they go to AEW. All elite wrestling. It's all everybody can talk about. It's like Yeah, cue cue up all those cue up all those Cody gifts. Yeah. Cue up the gif of Cody mentioned somebody wanting to leave. Cody's gonna stir the pot. That's what he does. That's part of his his charm as part of why people are so invested in AW. He and the Young Books will take the internet and they use it to their extreme advantage. So somebody want to leave, it could be a makeup lady, but it doesn't matter. They're just going to take it and run with it because they're marketing their product, trying to get as many eyes and ears and people talking about it as they can, and it's working. Yeah, but that's... I think that that's something that is all okay, uh, but you know you can only do that so many times. And, you know, I don't even think all elite wrestlers are gonna just take anybody because they're a former WWE name. It's that's that that's not the way to go. You know, AEW should build the existing independent wrestling they already have signed. Uh, you know, if AEW is truly going to become a, a long-term uh, investment here as a wrestling promotion, let me start seeing these younger guys who are not uh, indie darling-ish, uh, and let's see those guys get signed and get shots. And, you know, maybe we will see those. Maybe we are seeing some of those. Maybe AEW considers some of the people they've signed uh, guys who nobody knows. But, yeah, I, I don't think it needs to be a bunch of former WWE people. That's just, uh, you know, we've seen that happen. And now it's a, it's a Canadian-owned promotion that 
almost nobody watches for free on some TV channel that I don't even know the name of at this point. You know, and, you know, Impact Wrestling somehow manages to exist still, but alas. Uh, so... Yeah, that was it about that. That that, that was that was my, my somewhat of a, of a rant about about that and the wrestlers leaving. Now, speaking of all elite wrestling, rumors are that they are close to a deal for TV with uh, a Turner Network, TNT. Well, I guess it's not an AT and T network. Uh, so, TNT, the former home of Monday Nitro, could be the new home. Of all elite wrestling, yeah, rumors abound as as uh, I guess in the TV world around the middle of May is when um the channels you know present the programs that they'll have to advertisers coming for the fall um to try and generate interest from advertisers and get some money. And the rumors that that they an AE program uh will be featured within the Turner Bunch to be presented to advertisers. Now, as far as the process of, of getting a show to television, I don't know how far along that is. Um, you know, if if advertisers do respond to uh, a wrestling show on the Turner Networks, then maybe maybe they don't get anything. You know, we're not really sure what, you know, are they going to get a primetime slot? Are they going to get, you know, middle of the night on Wednesday, you know, uh, some, you know, at 2 a.m.? We don't, we don't know what what there is and we don't know which Turner network is going to be, whether it's going to be TNT or, you know, true TV or, you know, any of the, the multitude of stations that are under their umbrella. But I think it's a big step forward. And yet again, it's the goes to the marketing um, of AEW to keep this interest generated that, that thing, big things are happening. Big things are happening. You know, they, they announced this other show, you know, the uh, fighter fight show, coming and uh you know the double or nothing and uh different things are, are coming up and coming up and coming up and we always got big news coming we always got big news coming you know and oh we, we just signed this person and oh you know this person's going to be at this show that's that is their their specialty right a is selling and b is generating interest and generating buzz and getting people talking getting people excited about it. and there are they are mad at it right now um you know it's as you already mentioned about it in a different, you know, different thread, so to speak of, you know, when somebody leaves, everybody's like, Oh, are they going to go to ADW? That's where they need to go. You know, that's where the, the best talent, the best any talent's going to be. That's where the biggest platform's going to be. They need to be there. Uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a miracle with what they're, what they're doing. Now the biggest thing is, can they continue to deliver consistently? You know, they had, you know, a one really successful show, uh, you know, can they, build off that and continue and continue and continue, um, you know, and pattern themselves a, a television television spot, be it, you know, monthly or, or even weekly. We will, we will see. I just like the fact that Turner is back into wrestling um, or possibly maybe into wrestling again, broadcasting on his network. Um, TV deals are huge. I think that with their investment team, those deep pockets um, from the, I don't know his name, the football guy, he's got money, he's got connections. 
Why not use those to get on television? That means advertising dollars because people will buy in or it's easy to sell wrestling now because you can look at the WWE business model and kind of pull some similarities and say you're going to make a butt ton of money. So um, them going to Turner, I think is a, it's kind of, I, je ne sais quoi, you know, from WCW, Atlanta, Cody's home base, you know, it's just weird and good that we're talking about these things because again, that's what AEW wants, needs, and what they thrive on is to getting wrestling fans and podcasts and shows talking about their product, talking about everything that's happening with them when nothing has happened yet pretty much at all. All right, so moving away from uh, this whole AEW talk, because uh, until they have their first show and we can know where the direction is going for this, not much we can say. But what we can talk about is the new last time that the Shield will be wrestling together as a tag team. Uh, of course, because the first and the second time that they did it was not enough. Uh, so here's the last, last, last time uh, that the Shield will be uh, teaming up together. Of course, until the next time. And it will be this special uh, show this Sunday night. The Shield's last chapter, and it will be The Shield versus Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre, because when have we not seen that before? Uh, but yeah, uh, for uh, one more time. Lashley's fighting for a white woman, okay? He wants Renee. Let's let it go. Yes, saw the fast lane. And this this is happening somewhere in Illinois. I, I I don't even know where this place is. I didn't even know this place existed. Uh, Moline. I don't know. You're uh, the closest thing to an Illinois resident, Mika. Is that how you pronounce it? Moline. Moline. It's Moline, so Illinois. It's, they, it is um, a far away from Chicago as anything can get. So it's only fitting that. The shield take these boys out to the middle of nowhere and bury them. Give out this on television. You know, they didn't really, they didn't seem to mention it until if it's an entire, you know, they're, it's an entire event they're going to broadcast or if it's just kind of, um, you know, some highlight packages about the shield and leading up to their match at Fastlane. Or if they're just going to show that match, I'm still really kind of confused about what it is. I don't feel that WWE's done a very good job. I thought it was just going to be uh, kind of, you know, like a WWE 24 type episode about, you know, leading up to their last match together at Fastlane. Um, but it, I, I don't really know what it is. Yeah, we're also going to get. Finn Balor versus Elias for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, so this is going to be a house show. I, I, I figure it's going to be the house show, and they're just going to tape it. And yeah, Moline, Illinois is getting uh, the Shield's last, last, last match. Uh, of course, uh, until the next one. I can't, I kind of like saying that now. Uh, but who knows what else will happen at that show? 
that they will uh, show on uh, TV to air. Uh, but the next pay per view, Money in the Bank, that will will be happening on May nineteenth in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, nothing has been announced for that. Uh, we're still a, a month away, so they got plenty of time. Especially now that things have been shaken up, uh, we'll probably see uh, some things going on. But yeah, so if you could pick any two people to win the money in the bank briefcases, who would you pick? The winner of who you know becomes Mrs. Money in the Bank. At least as of right now, you're challenging the same person. You just pick which one belt you want to try and take. Um, you know, I would love to see um, to see Oscar win it. Uh, and you know, since since the SmackDown Women's Championship was kind of unceremoniously ripped from her, uh, so it could be thrown into the main event. Of uh, of WrestleMania, um, so I would love she's in this tag team with Kyrie now um, to win that. As far as who I would want to see win um, the Money in the Bank for the men's side, I would like to see somebody like a like a you know. Somebody, a, a mid-card type talent on the rise to, who could use right now, I think Drew McIntyre. Um, Drew McIntyre is the prototypical uh, superstar. I mean, I, you know, if you're creating a, somebody on a game to be a WWE superstar, I think Drew McIntyre kind of checks all those boxes of what you would want in a, a WWE star um uh, could do really well carrying around that money in the bank because he has you know he's been proven so dangerous that he can beat people up and take them out and all this so if he has the money in the bank anytime he, he wants he could essentially go down and and beat somebody up who's already injured and and take their championship that's tough i mean yeah with becky being dual champion uh, picking a female, I definitely know who I don't want to win. I'd love to not see Charlotte in the main event picture. Um, maybe Becky with like somebody who ah Becky and Nikki Cross, Nikki Cross run around with that briefcase and, and her you know crazy not knowing what she's gonna do just in general, but running around with the money in a bank briefcase that would be a, a great kind of story to play out because Becky would literally not know when or where this crazy woman was coming for her at. Um, so that would be cool with the, the women's side of things for the guys, the guys, Ooh, um, so many talented people out there. And depending on, you know, which person holds the championship, Danny's on the right track. It would, I would like to see, which we probably won't see probably somebody crazy like Randy Orton again. Um, but I'd like to see somebody who <clears throat> is not in that main event kind of echelon right now win Money in the Bank. Um, perhaps Big E 
um, comes and wins money in the bank and he runs around. You got Kofi as champ and that would be a nice kind of a deal if Big E was to after decide which champ he wanted to cash in on. Yeah, so many different choices. If I had to uh, go with two random ones, uh, I, I think Ember Moon uh, would be a good pick uh, to you know get her a little bit elevator, winning the uh, the the briefcase there. And for the guys, uh, let's see, we had a joke in uh, Baron Corbin last year. So if we try to go with someone a little bit more serious, I could see. Uh, somebody like, uh, Ricochet winning the belt, the, the briefcase there, uh, you know, ladder matches is, is a thing that, that he could definitely, uh, make look great. And, uh, yeah, it's also a selfish thing for me because, you know, he's one of my favorites. So yeah, those are the two options I see, uh, man, a, a lot of great wrestling, uh, that we just watched over the last a uh, few um, weeks, last weekend, uh, of WrestleMania weekend, lots of great shows. Uh, got to see a lot of great independent shows. Uh, I posted on my Twitter account my f- 11 favorite matches uh, that I saw over the weekend. Uh, definitely a lot of great shows that I should check out. Uh, a lot of them on Fight TV, uh, Independent uh, Wrestling TV. Of course, the Award-winning WWE Network also. Uh, when Worlds Collide, that's a show that uh, started airing, what, a week ago? Or less than a week ago? Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out. And uh, we'll be talking more about uh, things happening in other places uh, with New Japan Pro Wrestling and NXT. And, uh, goodness, I might even talk a little bit of Ring of Honor only because PCO is doing some crazy wild things over there. Uh, but more to come. Uh, so thank you all for listening. That's it for today's episode. Uh, and uh, We'll be back next week. Uh, until then, make sure you follow us uh, on the Twitter machine at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F. Danger. Mika is on Twitter at Mika Villas. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. Subscribe to the FOW Radio Network on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Play. And until next time, keep watching wrestling. <laughs>